Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mocha Latte After Dark. I'm your host, JJ Fitzgerald, and today's topic is power couples. I have a very special guest here. He's a motivational speaker, a beacon of light, and the CEO and founder of Conscious Minds and Love Medina. The links will be in the description box of this podcast. His name is Ruben Medina, and he's here to discuss the dynamics of being a part of a power couple. Welcome, Medina. Thank you so much, JJ. This is, you know, I'm really excited about this. This is my third podcast, so I got my fingers and toes crossed. Everything is going to be magnificent. I want to send a special shout out to all of your listeners. We got something very special in store for y'all today. So I guess the first question is, what exactly constitutes a power couple? Now, naturally, the first people I think of when I hear that term is Beyonce and Jay-Z, but... Being a power couple doesn't necessarily mean you have to be wealthy. Is that an accurate statement? That is definitely an accurate statement. Um, you don't have to be wealthy. You don't have to be opposite genders. You don't. There's the only real requirement for a power couple is for two individuals to be fully dialed in to being their best and greatest potential. So it requires two people to sort of make an agreement first with oneself to be like, I'm going to make conscious efforts every day, day in and day out, to do things that my future self will be proud of me for. Then the power couple dynamic comes in when you got two people who are self-aware, self-conscious, um, self-reliant. So when you have these these characteristics within oneself, and you're able to trace that to yourself um, through other people, then you're able to recognize this self-reliance, this <clears throat> these 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 uh, bullet points. You're able to recognize these things in others, mm-hmm. and then you can consider becoming a power couple with that individual. Like, I mean, what, what do you and I have going on here is, is is a power couple power move. These are two people who have crossed paths, who have who recognize the G within them. And when I say I'm a G, I don't mean I'm a gangster. What I mean is I'm a god, and I recognize the goddess within you, JJ, mm, and you know that you are a goddess too. So, so, so we're in what I call God mode. So it's two people who cross paths are in God mode, recognize that we're here for a greater purpose. We're here to. Um, in the divine plan of planetary ascension, or essentially just we're just exist to make this world a better place. And we figure out if we found a way to do that, you and I. So we've coupled up and we're making power moves right now. Okay. So basically what you're saying is a power couple doesn't necessarily have to be involved romantically. Not at all. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's a huge misconception is that a power couple has to be an intimate relationship. And that, and I was about to say has to be between a guy and a girl, but now we have intimate relationships that are, you know, mainstream, socially acceptable, that are same gender relationships. And, and more power to our audience, to that audience as well, because, you know, without that that audience, we a lot of love is lost. And, you know, that audience really maintains a, a good vibe and there's a lot of love in that community, and that's what, to me, life is all about. And so people really think that it has to be an intimate relationship, but no, I mean, I've never personally even met 
JJ, and I could already tell that she's a goddess simply by having uh, educational conversations with her on the phone, you know, and I noticed the gene within you, I noticed the goddess within Aww. you, and so, um, a lot, of, actually, a, a lot of times, our people that we look up to and our mentors, that's a type of power couple dynamic, because, you know, when you're reaching out to, when you're breaking into a new career or into a new arena, you sometimes we seek out, it's smart to seek out a mentor, somebody who's already been in the same arena that you're wanting to break into. And then so the relationship a lot of times with our mentors has the potential to be power couple because this mentor, you you basically what it requires is two people that are self-aware, self-conscious, self-reliant to come to an agreement Mm -hmm. where they trust that one another will always be looking out for their best interest. So now it, it eliminates the possibility of trust issues manifesting because right off the jump, JJ, since the moment that we you know, started had our, having our conversation about you know, what we're doing to make this world a better place, since the jump, we sort of told each other that we're here just to make each other, to help each other out and make each other shine. Right. Right. So that's a power couple. Is two people just agreeing to make each other better? Okay. For okay. the purpose of making this world a better place. And to me, that's what a real power couple is about. Is two people coming together. And actually, you know what? There's 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 power, uh, I don't know if you call them power triplets. But then you know, there you can make power moves. So in numbers is where a lot of the change manifests. So then there's a lot of power in numbers, you know. So they're not only power couples, you know, power couples, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Right. Um, whenever one reaches a point to where, like I said, they're self-aware, self-conscious, and self-reliant, those two, those three things are really important. Okay. So how can one prepare to be a great power mate? Oh, bars. <laughs> You're saying what's the best way to prepare for such things? Yeah, to be to be a great power mate. Like, how can one prepare? Like, right. what, what are some of the things that they should basically, you know, subscribe to? Or what 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 should they do to yeah, basically to transform, them, transform themselves into a great power mate? There you go. Right, because you can't be a power mate if you haven't reached that G status that I was talking about earlier, where being self-aware, self-motivated, self-reliant, self-conscious. You're also high. You're always high, uh, holding yourself with the highest levels of integrity. Um, the, those things are the main things for one to prepare for the possibility of making these types of spiritual power moves is our our ability to once we're there personally within ourselves and we are the change that we wish to see and we recognize that we have the power to make an impact mm -hmm. then once we reach that within ourselves then you can recognize that within other people. Gotcha. 
And so whenever we can recognize it in other people, and then we're able to verbalize it and vocalize it, you know, according to whether or not, you know, your throat chakra is activated and you're able to communicate, you know, your true emotions, feelings, your your level of self-awareness or self-consciousness and self-reliability. Whenever one is able to reach that level of mastery within themselves, then we can recognize it within somebody else and then bring it up verbally through conversation like, hey, So with that being said, um, do you think in order for a power couple to be successful, they have to share the same spiritual sentiments? Um, okay, well, now that depends on that depends on a few things. Like it depends on if our audience is our audience still the type of audience that's that's dabbling with religion or is this an audience that has recognized that religion is a man-made thing? Hundreds of thousands of millions of lives have been lost under this concept that we call these concepts that we know to be religion. And um, you don't have to be the same religion. Let me, I, I might be getting a little too deep. Okay, so the bottom line is you don't have to have the same religion. You, it is beneficial to have similar outlook on life, though. Okay. Because, man, you know, I was raised Catholic. And but my mom also, she went to, to meditation. She she showed, she told my sister and my other sister, and I was the beneficiary of yoga. So we were raised in the Catholic church, and I was all into it, being a lecturer. I was an altar server, big, big involvement in Sunday school. And then I imagine that's not the same type of religious upbringing you had. Well, I was, we I was raised Catholic. <laughs> I was raised Catholic too, but I, I wasn't, I didn't go through the whole shebang of it. Like I wasn't, um, I didn't have communion or whatever, you know, you know, the whole process that you go through when you're Catholic. I didn't have all of that. I just would attend Catholic church with my mom because she was Catholic, but she didn't make me go through the whole process of it. Like my sisters did. Yeah. And shout out to all the Catholics out there. Now don't get me wrong. And all, and all the other religions, they, they have all served quite a good purpose and played a very intricate role in, in on my personal path of self-awareness, self-reliance, self-consciousness. And so shout out to all the religions. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't have to be the same religion. I say that you have to, that it, it, it's important to have a similar outlook of life because it does, in my opinion, require two people who recognize the divinity within themselves first, like I said earlier, and then they're able to recognize that divinity in the other person or the other being, whether it's male, female. I mean, now that I think about it, you can have a power couple. There's, there's people out there that own dogs and their dogs are winning big show money, whether they're doing backflips or whether they're just trotting down looking pretty. That's a great example of a power couple, too. Right. Um, but then, like I said, bringing it back, though, 
bringing it back, and I love canines. Shout out to all the canines out there, or people <laughs> who may have canine tendencies. Um, it's uh, as as long as there's a mutual understanding, and and these two parties can recognize the divinity within themselves and the divinity within the other person. There's listen, and this is the hack right here, ladies and gentlemen, to all our listeners. This is the hack here. Whenever you can do that and reach that point, you recognize the divinity within yourself, you recognize within somebody else, now there's unlimited, listen very closely, unlimited, infinite potential there. Because you're removing fear and doubt from the relationship when you establish this right off the go. Because trust issues manifest through fear and doubt. And according from all the studies that I've done, Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, a lot of these books, what people call themselves, um, that they've, they've reached a certain level of self-mastery. What all these people are saying is that when you're able to reach that point, there's a level, there's infinite possibilities. There's omnipotence. There's omniscience. You're, you're, you're getting rid of fear and doubt. And there's only two things. What was my point that I was about to make was that there's only two things in creation, you know, in the law, in the universal law of polarity, which there's 12 universal laws. Um, you know, the first law is the law of oneness. The law of attraction is number seven. But what it says is, we're able to attract more abundance in our human experience when we operate with these high levels of integrity. Right. And um, when you have two people that are able to do this, you're removing the fear and the doubt. Like I said, at the end of the day, there's only love and fear. Um, well, what I mean to say is, just like the law of polarity, one of those laws is fear and love. And people can look this up. There's a whole list of emotions that fear invokes, and there's a whole list of emotions that love invokes. Mm -hmm. And in order for a power couple to truly even have a chance of manifesting, you have to eliminate the possibility of trust issues manifesting. And that is recognizing the divinity within itself, recognizing the divinity within the other person, and then having a mutual consensual agreement to where, JJ, I promise you, you can always depend on me to be on your side, especially when it comes to things like what we're doing. We're dedicating a big portion of our human existence to making this world a better place. So if it's about that life, oh yeah, I got your back, G. I got your back, goddess. Trust me. You know, and then whenever two people can just sit down and communicate openly and transparently like that, <laughs> now have you personally experienced being power coupled with someone? I have, I have. I mean, we're currently experiencing it now. Um, I, I've, I've experienced it with, with through mentorship. No, I mean, romantically, um, romantically, not like mentorship, but romantically have you. Yeah, yeah, romantically as well. I have, um, I spent a solid, strong eight years of my life just recently um, in, in a relationship that had those exact dynamics for a long time. 
and we were able to help each other, you know, create each other's website. We were able to empower one another to to write books. Wow. We were able to empower one another to create content on YouTube and motivate one another to create an audio book. Um, so there's a, so there's a lot of yes, I have been there. Um, I I think that a lot of the relationships when it comes to my personal uh, intimacy or life of intimacy or intimate life is um, every woman that I've been with, I would like to think has been a power couple situation just because I'm the type of person to where even people that I meet off the street can catch a vibe that I'm just, I'm, I'm just really exist to, to help out. I'm, I've recognized that being of service is part of our mission here on Earth. And so that's how I get it. When I go into my personal intimate relationships or start dating people or that's shoot, that's part of my testing questions is can they vibe with, with my lingo? Mm -hmm. Can they recognize that there is a God within them? And if they're vibing with it, then, then we're moving with it. Mm. So as a power, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I like to say every single relationship that I've been in, I like to say to a certain degree, I've always empowered women to like think about the benefits of a plant-based a plant -based diet. So a lot of times, you know, they'll, they'll recognize the benefits and then start making adjustments. Right. And I, I always leave a woman better than I met her on God. I can, and if, if I used to date you, well, you know, drop your comments below. No. <laughs> and vouch for me because y'all know I left y'all better than y'all were when I found you. And that's part of the promise that I make to myself um, with the with the goddesses, you know, it's just it's really important for me to um to let them know that I will be I will be having the active intention to do that. Right. And and, and hopefully hopefully that will be reciprocated. And then that's the magic of the power couple right there, why? That's really what it is. Right. That's the head, guys. That's the demo. Thank you for listening. Now, do you know instinctively upon meeting a woman that she is power couple material? Or is it something Ooh. or is it something is it something your third eye can see? Or does it take some time to know? Yeah, that is a really good question. Um, you're on fire today, boy. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> can you recognize? Yes, I'm going to say yes, you can. Just like Obama said, yes, we can. Yes, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, she can. Yes, he can. Yes, we can. Because I'm going to tell you, you can recognize it. It's just a matter of time before you hang out with somebody long enough to be like, oh, this person has some magic. And I'm self-aware of my magic. And uh, if we put our magic together, we might be able to make some power moves you know, quote unquote, or we might be able to make even more magic. And so, yes, the answer is yes. You can recognize this. I can recognize this. Everyone can recognize it. It's just that 
sometimes there's two things. Sometimes we don't allow somebody in our personal space because a lot of us sometimes don't want to be vulnerable. Mm, and yes. so you have to be open to it. You know, you got to be open to the reception of the synchronicities that manifest before you at any given moment and every given moment. And so it, in order for that to happen, you got to welcome it and know that it is. So was like, I'm freezing over here. Is there any way that, um, and so I'm see if I can make some adjustments over here in my environment, but, um, I, I just noticed I'm over here shivering, bro. Well, no, I think I think what it is is that I'm getting worked up by the by the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, but um, that's happened before, by the way. So like, I'm not I'm not like ridiculing religion at all by any means. I'm really saying that I've been there before, and that's really what it felt like. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, being able to to recognize that within yourself, recognize it within another person, and then it's just a matter of time. And then if you're if we can open ourselves up to being able to spend time with others to even allow a power couple situation to manifest, then we're opening up the um, the gates of abundance. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So it's just a matter of time. And after after you hang out with, with, with some person, you'll tell, you'll, you'll reach that limit to where it's kind of like how women, you know, sometimes, and men, how people will friend zone somebody. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a certain amount of time that you need to be like, okay, friend zone or whatever else it's going to be. And it's a very similar situation to, to to the power couple thing because, you know, we meet, there's so many different types of people out there. What what might be a perfect power couple for this person might not be exactly what you're looking for, you know, vice versa. Exactly. So now, um, in regards to romantically being a part, I'm still on the romantic thing. Do you find that intimacy is deeper and more meaningful with someone that you're power coupled with versus someone that you're not power coupled with? That, that, that really depends a lot on the dynamic of the relationship. Cause you know, some people stay together for stability or they might have kids together and you know, shout out to all the parents out there right now you guys are doing god's work okay so i'm taking my hat off to you and please keep it up we're all spirit guides here and if 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 you're blessed enough to have the new generation in the palm of your hands every day then um you know you with great power comes great responsibility and so i just want to say shout out to all the parents but there's so many different dynamics of an intimate relationship nowadays you know and that's not even bringing up the topic of polyamory, which is like a thing. Apparently, as I'm growing up, I'm learning that this is a thing. And so there's so many different dynamics that it can be beneficial, but then at the same time, it could be detrimental. And it's all about the transparency, the open communication that these two parties have with themselves mm-hmm. and with one another. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking about so many different types of couples that I've met while I've been uh, working with this nonprofit uh, called Conscious Mind. It's a Native American church nonprofit, 501c3, recognized by the federal government. With with like within the past 
I'd say almost two decades that I've been just dedicating myself to holding space for others and really just listening and being somebody that has put himself out there to help people work through whatever problems they have convinced themselves exist. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> and so because of doing all this work, I've met so many different types of people and couples out there, man. There's so many different dynamics that I think the most important thing is being transparent with yourself, like that voice within us that I like to call the, the voice of God or the divine voice or your spirit, your inner It voice. normally only introduces, you know, statements of, of love and encouragement. And always they always got this the God voice always got like these bright these bright ideas, boy. <laughs> that's you so know, true. And then and then the ego mind a lot of times that's the one that's gonna bring in a lot of fear and doubt and, mm-hmm. and, and sort of distract you, trying to make you a victim of some sort of situation in your life, you know, and then the spirit voice or the God voice is gonna bring you back into alignment with no victim mentality type of approach to life. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Medina, for your insight and your dropping jewels on us about power couples. And closing, let everybody know what projects you're currently working on. Okay. Um, now, before I get into my projects, I do, we are getting into that. I do want to um, share, since all the listeners are, are still on, you guys still listening, we promised we were going to be dropping some jewels, and, and we did that. But now we got the mega jewel because oh, okay. one thing that I forgot to mention <laughs> on that previous segment was intimacy with your power couple can really take things to the next level. And I'm going to tell you guys, there's this, um, there's several different ways to, to put it. Uh, one of the ways I'm going to just put it out there is it's sex magic, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, sex magic has been around. All the ancient civilizations have been doing this. We're talking about Aztecs. We're talking about Mayans. We're talking about ancient Egyptians, the Atlanteans, so forth and so on, the indigenous. And so we know that at the point, so we know that there's a thing called the 12 universal laws. Okay. And, and so those who have seen the secret law of attraction, that documentary that talks about, you know, your thoughts become things. That's true. Now there's, there's 11 other universal laws that I highly recommend everybody go out and, and, and discover those or just Google the 12 universal laws. I'll probably end up making a video about it someday, but anyways, Google 12 universal laws, the law of attraction is the number seven. And we know for a fact that the law of attraction is real, okay? Mm-hmm. Doctors studied it. Scientists studied it. It's a thing. I'm talking about big groups, quantum physics. And so because we know that the law of attraction is real, as we know that the law of attraction works a lot with emotion. And whenever you're able to, in your third eye or what people call your mind's eye, if you're able to visualize your desired outcome and what, and that which it is you would like to manifest, it gives the law of attraction even more in my traction. (laughs) (laughs) It gives it more power to go out there so that way these blessings will be showered upon us. Now, check this out. This is where the sex magic part comes in is now you got two people who are what? 
self-aware, self-conscious, self-reliant. They recognize the divinity within themselves. They know about the law of attraction. They know about the other 11 universal laws. Hopefully they have a predominantly plant-based diet. A lot of times these things help too when it comes to, you know, just being magical in life and, um, and being able to manifest things. And then so you roll all that into one. And then at the point of orgasm, this is where you can, um, maybe one second. I got my phone vibrating over here. Let's see. Hopefully my, my camera is still on point. But, um, so, so the sex magic is at the point of orgasm, what you're doing is you're using the law of attraction mm-hmm. to visualize in your mind's eye and also put that intention out into the universe. That's, that's it. That's the hack. That's the ultimate hack. And thank everybody for listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's something that you can practice. I, I encourage people to look into it. It's known as a lot of different things. There's Kama Sutra, there's right. Tantra. There's, it's, it's been named and called so many things. But, you know, sex magic, look into it. it, it sex magic doesn't even require a partner. Um, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I'm not advocating or discouraging anything. I'm just saying what the research that has been done with, you know, doctors and scientists. <laughs> I'm just a messenger, guys, I promise. <laughs> but um this is what we know and so shout out to all my beautiful couples out there y'all are keeping a live uh, a super live love vibration going on planet earth and we need that yes we do you it's know because of all the fear that's being pumped in through the media and through you know what it is right magazines music the whole situation right well, that was that was pretty hot. So, um, what else do you have going? <laughs> what are you working on right now? What projects are you currently working on? You have music. You have like some speaking engagements. Like, what's up? Right. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you for asking. So, my current projects now. Um, I am working on man. Let's see. What do I have out? So, right now, if you guys are into meditation, yoga relaxation deep sleep type of vibes i have an album that i just uh, recently put out it's called vibes of creation and um it's it's really it's a meditation album people who want to become more mindful silence the mind focus your intentions on what it is you want to manifest in life one of those types of tracks like or, or even after you do yoga, you know the wind down meditation kind of thing. Um, I got all types of sound effects girl going on over here. Um, <laughs> you know I'll be on some wizard stuff sometimes. But anyhow, um, so we got we got the vibes of creation album, and then also I've also, I've also been uh, doing music for for a while. I have um, an instrumental project called the uh the instrumentals lp and what that is is it's a combination of drum kits that i that i have used in the past and currently and and really fun sound of music without lyrics pretty much it's it's awesome instrumental music i find myself studying to it i find myself getting work done around the house vacuuming doing the dishes 
or laundry, you know, humans still need to do that. <laughs> and um, so you guys, if you, if you want the link to that, that's all uh, on lovemedina.com and you'll, you'll be able to see all that. And uh, what else do I have going on? Um, I got another podcast that, that we'll be recording soon coming up. And man, I, everything has really been stifled because of the COVID thing. You know, this this COVID thing stifled stifled us a little bit. But um, you think people so? are able to to gather in large groups again. What I'm hoping to do is is travel on a tour where it's um it's a combination of like a TED talk with a, a a concert and a comedy show all rolled into one. Nice. And so we want to tour around and and a lot of this information. We just want to drop knowledge bombs on the uh, the younger generations because the future is in the palm of their hands, you know? Right. Right. Okay. So hopefully we'll do the tour thing. That's, that's called the MC Medina experience. Hopefully that will be coming to a city near you post-COVID, guys. Okay, post-COVID. Because we got to make sure we're doing social distancing. Wearing a face mask, got the hand sanitizer. Shout <laughs> out to Dr. Bronner's. No. <laughs> the gloves, the whole whole thing. I do feel though, like yeah, I feel like this has actually helped a lot of people with self awareness. You know, in some weird way. I mean, it's Most definitely yeah, and even helped people to be more creative. You know, like just because sometimes you just have to be still you know, in order for there to be evolution. That's what I believe, you know, and I feel like this yeah, is- Yeah, the world that we were living in before mm-hmm. didn't allow us to really be still. It was a exactly. big hustle, big grind, big, you know. Right. So, you know, even though it was definitely a hard adjustment at first, I feel like it has really helped me to learn more about myself and um, to face some of those things that I may have been like a little fearful about and to just really be more- right. um, ambitious and more aggressive and in my quests in life so it's been bittersweet bittersweet in a a weird kind of way (laughs) you're right yeah that's that's going back to one of the universal universal laws the law of uh, polarity um that's what we experience every day is light and dark what we think to be good and bad yin and yang right it's a beautiful thing to be able to be self aware and and able to recognize where your mind is going. Is your mind entertaining feeling that or is it entertaining unconditional love? Okay, that's what that's pretty much the only two options that we have at any given moment. Right. right. Now you definitely have to. So, so you, you got it going on, girlfriend. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, where can people find you on social media? Like, what are your handles? Okay, so thank you. Um, so I don't know how my Twitter got suspended, but if you work at Twitter, please call my phone. My phone number is 214-815-8555. I'm serious. Um, and even if you don't work at Twitter and you feel like life has kind of pushed you to a corner and you don't really know what to do, Shoot me a text, leave me a message, call me, whatever. We're going to work it out, okay? I promise. It's not the end of the world. No one's going to make it out of the human experience alive, and we are all in it together. True that. So um, so reach out to me, y'all. That's, that's my number, 
8555. Rewind it if you need to. Run the track back if you need to, boy. Rewind, and, selector. Uh, then, uh, <laughs> the, the other social media handles, they're all on my website. So just go to lovemedina.com. That's the hub. Also, consciousminds.org. That's another hub for the federally recognized nonprofit 501c3 Native American Church Organization. But lovemedina.com, you're going to see all the links to the Spotify. You're going to see the links to the YouTube, the Instagram, the iTunes, the Google Play, Diesel Title. And you're also going to see this particular episode on lovemedina.com because JJ is a goddess. Uh-huh, and she's doing big things, and I'm putting her on my <laughs> website, guys. So yeah, go go to lovemedina.com. Go go refresh your uh, your your divine memory. Go go get the downloads that are available to you there. I promise, it's gonna make you a better person than what you were before you visited the website. Okay, I promise. <laughs> Well, thank you again, Medina, so much for your time. And like I said, dropping jewels on us about power couples. And thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Mocha Latte After Dark. I am your host, JJ Fitzgerald. And as always, be true. Be true. Peace. Thank you again. Peace.